You are now stuck inside my head. I apologize for the mess. Alright, so it's been a while since I've done one of these things. I've had a lot going on. Uh, but I, I think it might have been early summer or late spring when I last made one of these videos. Um, my intention was always to create content on the regular. Um, but I just had a lot more things going on in my life. Uh, taking care of family and just some other issues. More recently, I broke my foot. So uh, the only reason I have downtime right now and can sit down and do this is because I'm wearing a soft cast and getting around on a little scooter. Um, I can't do a lot right now. So uh, I figured to take the time to update and uh, put out a vlog. Uh, of course, the main reason for these videos is to kind of get inside my brain and think about thinking. So uh, let's see, what's going on lately in the world? Uh, I've been really enjoying Twitter lately, which I guess we call it X now. Um, I've kind of gone off social media for the most part uh, for several years now. Um, and I don't really watch news uh, or TV. Um, so most of the information I get kind of goes through the filter of it's got to be somebody I know knows. Or I listen to podcasts and there's several podcasts that keep me updated. Um, and uh, but for the most part, I don't share a lot about my thoughts on the what's going on in the world. But I will say um, I'm kind of really loving what Elon Musk has done with, with X and uh, with the, the direction he's taking the platform. Um, not because it's better social media. I don't think social media is really good for us in the long term, uh, but it does kind of give you a place. Uh, I, I feel like it replaces what used to be your website, um, uh, which I still, you know, I'm a web developer, so I have a website, but um, in modern time, if you wanted to place a repository for information about you, um, for people to get to know you or connect with you, uh, for people to, you know, uh, in the future, send you money, uh, receive payment, uh, stuff like that, I could see how X could grow into that. Um, it'd be a real useful general tool um, and how you can have a profile and invest in it. Uh, but one of the things I love about X is the video communication that I can dump video on there. Um, I'm seeing more long form podcast stuff go to X. Uh, and the way that he does monetization of content, I think is feasible. Now, personally, I've never done this kind of stuff for money. Um, just because I don't have an audience, don't really want an audience. I just do as a therapeutic thing to record and, and document my line of thinking. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody out there will find some time killer enjoyment out of it. But, uh, but yeah, so I broke my foot and just so I can explain that to everybody. So I'm, cause I went to church on Sunday and I swear I had to explain it 50 times back to back. Like I'd finished telling one person about it. And then they'd turn around and someone else walk up and say, hey, how are you doing? What happened to your foot? And I have to explain it. So uh, I've always had tight tendons. If you've ever been around me before, you've probably seen me limp on my right foot. Um, it just became common over the last 10 years that if I, if I did anything active, even just going shopping for a long time or being out walking, um, by the end of the day, I'll be limping on my right foot. I have really tight tendons. I thought it was just plantar fasciitis and... And there's not really a cure for plantar fasciitis. It's just a, more of a method of living. Um, and so I've done some of that stuff and it, it helped. 
you know, give me the ability to go do activities and stuff. Um, I could stretch real good and then I'd be okay. Uh, but uh, recently I was helping someone move a, a couch. It wasn't even that heavy of a couch, but there was a small two to three inch step outside on the porch that I didn't know was there. And when I walked backwards carrying the couch, my foot went off the step really quickly. And in that brief moment, the, the jerk of going down so quickly pulled my Achilles tendon and the Achilles tendon pulled that bone that it connects to, I think it's called the calnesius bone or something. Um, but it pulled that bone apart, which is, I heard the noise in my head when it happened. And I didn't know what happened. I, I thought maybe I just tore something, like tore a muscle, tore a tendon or something. Um, but I felt like, I don't know, it's real hard to think about it too much without getting nauseous. But it, it felt like the tendon wrapped around the bone weird and then popped back into place. Um, it hurt pretty severely, but as soon as it happened, I knew something tragically was wrong with my foot. So I didn't try to bend it at all. I asked for an ice pack. I kind of crawled around on the floor and stayed, you know, I might have put weight on my foot for a second afterwards, trying to walk a little bit, but I just realized pretty quickly it was not a good idea. Um, put ice on it, let everyone else finish moving, and then I asked him to drop me off at a hospital on the way. Um, and uh, went to the ER, had that whole experience with healthcare that makes me not have any faith in the healthcare system, just because they, I mean, there was a lot of people in there who had mental health problems when they were, instead of dealing with mental health or what they were dealing with, um, with a primary care physician, they're all in the ER. Um, I had an actual ER reason to be there and, um, I was calm and let them take care of me and they didn't put a great splint on it. Like it was very uncomfortable. Um, kind of cut into my knee. It just wasn't very well made. Now that I've seen better splints made, it was just run-of-the-mill, like, emergency triage splint. Of course, they gave me a number for a surgeon to call. They said, you need to have surgery done on this. You've broken your bone. I took x-rays, and I'll show you one of those right now. Um, but they, uh, they sent me out, you know, with some pain meds and a, and a referral to a doctor who would do surgery. Well, I called that doctor on Monday, and they didn't do surgeries like that anymore. Or they didn't ever do them like that like it was just a bad referral and so then I had to start digging around trying to find a referral to a doctor um, dealing with insurance and just all that that whole song and dance I went to a uh, I, I use Indian Health Services um, with my tribe and I was kind of thinking about driving down to the tribal lands to use the hospital there to have surgery done but uh, I had to get a referral from a Indian clinic so I went to the Oklahoma City Clinic they kind of gave me just a quick looky look. They didn't take any x-rays or anything. And they said, you know, you've got, uh, like the, the, the nurse practitioner who saw me said that, that two years ago, the doctor prescribed me to take vitamin D pills and asked me if I had been taking them regularly. And I was like, well, I did back then. Um, but now I, I'm outside a whole lot and I don't think I need it anymore. And she was like, oh, you should have taken, I'm like, well, okay, are you, is your goal here to say this is my fault that my bone broke? Because, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, but they didn't give me anything other than let me fill out for referral papers. I'll hear back from you. Well, that was a while back. I've never heard back from them. Um, and I can see how anybody could just make a decent effort at getting their health care taken care of 
and then be waiting for a phone call while your body deteriorates because like you can't have an open bone in your body like that for days and days on end. Um, thankfully, my wife took care of me, contacted a physician that specialized in this and set up an appointment. Um, and it was, you know, it was inside of our insurance network and she figured that part out, um, mostly because she's had surgery before. And so she knew uh, which hospital to go to and who to call. And uh, so we got an ankle specialist, went and saw them. And they, you know, at the first referral meeting or first the first look, they took x-rays and they said, okay, you know, we're going to, we're going to have you come in for surgery this week. When do you want to do it? And I was like, I can do it as soon as you want. And they said, tomorrow, because I'm otherwise I'm, I'm immobile. I can't do a whole lot. Um, so I kind of want to get this moving forward, but they were ready to do surgery the next morning. So I, uh, went in for surgery, did that whole thing. I'm, one of the things that's, uh, kind of got me weirded out. is just the, uh, as you get older, your body doesn't work like it should. Like I say, like it should, I mean, I guess it does what it does, but I, uh, I've learned over the past year, uh, through some different circumstances that I have kind of a weird sodium problem. Um, I don't have a diagnosis for it. It's just one of the things I'm slowly figuring out. Um, but if I don't drink electrolytes, if I just drink water, even just for a day or two, if I don't have any electrolytes in my, in my diet, um, and I'm not eating a lot of salty food, I can, my sodium can drop to dangerous levels, um, and I can black out. So during my first appointment with the doctor that did the surgery, after we were done, they were going to put on a splint after they took all the x-rays. I had an episode of low sodium uh, fainting. Uh, which is weird because anytime you tell someone that you fainted, they think, oh, well, maybe, you know, you're just scared, you're nervous. Um, but I've had this happen several times. It's always in a, in a medical situation. But the reason it's always in a medical situation is because those are the times when I'm only drinking water. Um, I'd been sick in bed and my wife had been bringing me bottled waters um, so that I have something to drink. And I hadn't really been eating a whole lot because uh, the pain medicine kind of makes you not want to eat a lot. And uh, I... Uh, I had a low sodium reaction, which starts with my heart rate dropping. Um, thankfully I wear a Apple watch. And so I could go back and look and see what happened. And my heart rate for that morning, when I got to the doctor had started decreasing until it got to about 50 beats per minute. And that's when I blacked out. Um, but the blackout process, let me explain it to you. Cause it's, I've got it memorized now and I'm, I've had it happen enough times through blood donation, uh, where they took my blood but because I wanted to give blood fast, I would drink lots of water before. And I didn't, of course, I didn't understand this was a thing. I, I've heard you should drink electrolytes, but I never knew about the whole drinking, you know, four bottles of water could kill you kind of thing, which I don't think that's normal. I think I have some kind of problem that causes me not to have enough sodium in my bloodstream. But uh, I've had it happen before, so I knew what the signs were. And so when I'm sitting with this guy who's fixing to do my cast, I, I start to get hazy. Um, of course on the outside, you can already see that I'm pale and I'm just drenching with sweat. I had a paper towel in my hand and I was wiping my forehead off and it was just, the paper towel was drenched, soaked. Um, I told the guy, I said, I don't feel good. Like something's wrong. I don't feel good. And then at some point I said, I, I think I might pass out. And so he got me up on the bed, uh, which was like set at an incline. So I wasn't really laying down. Um, and, uh, the first thing that goes is typically my vision. I start to see 
what looks like grainy television, like just every the picture gets tunneled and faded, um, and and low contrast. Um, it's hard to describe, but it looks like noise. It just looks like white noise in your vision, um, kind of spotty. And uh, when that starts to happen, I'm like, okay, I'm losing my vision. The next thing it goes is always my hearing. I start to get either a ringing or just sounds like tunnel. Sounds like my words are getting farther away and everything's getting farther into a tunnel. Um, and this process takes like a minute. So it's not like, you know, like I'm sitting there telling the guy, okay, I'm, I'm losing my vision. And then I look up at him and I say, my hearing's fixing to go, I can tell. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to black out. And then I look at him one last time and I said, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then I blacked out. Apparently my wife was in the room, so she saw the whole thing and she said it was pretty freaky, but I went through tremors, like my body shook, had a little seizure, real brief. And then uh, within a second, two seconds after that, I'm coming too. And I, you know, I make an eye contact, but during that moment, I was complete limp and he was holding me up by pushing with his arm up against me. Now, here's the thing. I tell this story because, A, it's, I find it fascinating. The human body is extremely interesting. And as you get to know your own body, which you get older and you find these little weird things and you're starting to diagnose yourself because the doctors don't always care enough to know, because um, it's such a minor thing. It's, it's such a circumstance that has to happen for me to have this problem that nobody's really bothered to chase it down. Um, but the weirdest thing to me about the brain reset of a faint episode is that uh, when I come back, I have no idea where I am, who the people are in front of me. And it's only been a second. Like in their view, I closed my eyes for a second or I, you know, my eyes rolled back for a second. And when I came back, I'm looking at them, kind of blurry, I can see them. And I, I'm getting my hearing back blood's coming back into my system. Um, and the first thing I always say is, where am I? And it's, it's a very weird sensation because it's, I don't know how long it's been. There's no sense of time. Like I, I feel like it's been, I've woken up from a long sleep in a random location. It always feels like it's been a long time. Whereas, you know, if you actually fall asleep somewhere, like, you know, pretty quickly, like, Oh, I dozed off. Like I was there and I wasn't, and I'm back. But with fainting, I was there and then I wasn't, period. And then I come back. There was one time in the doctor's office when I was in the nurse's office or a blood donor place and they were taking a blood draw from each arm uh, for a, some kind of testing thing uh, for research. And uh, they had the hardest time drawing a vein. They couldn't, they couldn't find either vein in either arm and they were poking me and poking me. And after enough time, and also I was super hydrated, um, all of a sudden I could tell I was having problems. But in that situation where the same thing happened, vision goes, hearing goes, cold sweats and, and pale, and then I black out. In that situation, I blacked out and they took me to the ground because I was sitting up in a chair and I just, I collapsed out of the chair. Um, so when I woke up, I was on the ground. Um, I mean, the nurse took me to the ground as carefully as she could. Um, but in that situation, I had a vision. Like it was a really vivid vision of like running my motorcycle through a candy land place. It was very cartoonish. It felt like uh, something Disney produced. Um, and I was, I was just having a great time. And then I woke up to this being on the floor, looking at this nurse who's like pounding me in the chest, trying to get me to wake up. Um, 
It's a very surreal situation, but I just find it very fascinating that in that brief instant, it always feels like a very long time. Um, and, and like a, a brand new person. I, I, I would compare it to rebooting your computer. Um, and that moment when it wakes up, it doesn't know what you were just doing. It doesn't know that you turned it off for a reason or not. It just knows I'm here. What's, what's, what's up with today? What are we going to do? You know, I, it's brand new, completely reset system. And my brain is, is not sure what to take of it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a weird experience and I'm trying to work on not letting it happen again, trying to drink electrolytes more, especially now that I'm injured and trying to get back to good health. I got to be careful because it can be kind of getting around and doing stuff can be exerting energy. Um, and so, uh, we've got Gatorade electrolyte kind of stuff that I've been taking, but even if I just eat pretzels with salt all over them, I can go from feeling really foggy to feeling very clear headed just with a few, few bites of pretzel. So it is, I'm pretty sure it's the sodium. Um, also one time I did get a blood test done for my like annual checkup and the doctor called me back the next day and said I had to come back in immediately because there was a low sodium and it was so low that I should have been in a coma. And he's like, it has to have been a failed test. Like had a been a problem with the test. And I was like, well, okay. Went back in, redid it. But when I redid it, I drank body armor, electrolyte drinks and test went fine. Came back and said, you're fine. My problem is whatever it drops, it drops very quickly, which could be that I have like a kidney problem or a liver problem. I don't know. And that's, that's where like, it'd be nice if a doctor cared enough to actually look into that before my kidney fails. Um, but this is the medical system we have is unless you're just like bugging people about it, nobody cares. Um, there's no, there's no benefit to you not having critical failures because if you have critical failures, that's another doctor's visit. If I can, if I solve your problem, make you healthy, you might not ever come back in here for 10 years. Um, and maybe that's not it, but it, it feels like it. It feels like there's no motivation from anybody to actually pursue really good health. Um, so, uh, so right now I'm just being very careful about the whole sodium thing. And, and I don't worry about adding a little salt to everything and having a high level of intake of sodium because I'm pretty sure that's the major contributor. Anytime I've had a problem, it's been low sodium. Um, but I just thought the whole brain reset thing is real fascinating, just not knowing where I am. It also happened a second time in that same doctor's visit, which, again, weirds me out. He was just a, a guy that does the splints. So he, he didn't, it's not his fault. But I was in an office at the doctor's office, and I blacked out. They put me in a wheelchair, and they wheeled me out, and I blacked out again in the wheelchair in the lobby. Um... And then they threw me in the car and sent me home. At any point, somebody should have stopped and taken my blood pressure. Because I would have liked to have known. Now that I'm looking back, I'm like, I would have liked to have known if I had, what my blood pressure was looking like at that time. Uh, thanks to the, to the Apple Watch, I kind of know uh, my, my pulse rate and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, but getting down to whether this is a heart problem or a you know, kidney problem... Uh, there's, I'd, I'd like more information and I don't want to have to cause this to myself again and again to figure it out. Um, but I will say that the whole fainting experience thing, especially having two back to back, because uh, again, when I woke up in the lobby, I'm looking at the same guy that I just did this with. And I said, who are you? Where am I? You know? And, uh, and again, it was only a second. 
was only second, but it it felt like I was brand new to the scene, woken up from a hundred year nap. Uh, you know, like somebody had teleported me to a new location. That's how it feels. I didn't remember being anywhere. Um, it's just like I was a new being that just just brought into existence. I didn't know where I was. So uh, it clears up after after a few seconds. I start to bring back memories, start to come back. I start to realize where I am, who I'm with, why I'm here. I mean, it all together probably takes like four seconds to get back to full, like, my brain's alert and I know what's going on. But even just those few seconds coming out of it, it's just a really interesting thing to experience. Um, all this stuff reminds me how fragile I am, how fragile the human body is, how delicate our systems run. Um, you know, we're amazing the way we were designed, uh, how functional we are, even under not ideal diet, not ideal, you know, uh, routines, uh, environment, stress, and yet we, we cope and manage a whole lot. And I'm grateful for that. But I'm also reminded all the time why I'm so close to one day just not waking up from it. And uh, maybe that's part of why I wanted to get back to doing these little videos. Um, but uh, here's the thing about these videos. I, I'm not sure that I want to keep them doing as video content. Um, I like how X is set up to be able to do this. Um, and I'd like to keep these under 10 minutes. It's not always possible. But uh, I, I kind of like just pure audio. I like the ability just to push record, push pause, deal with something, push record again, and get back to life. I used, for the longest time, I did this podcast just for this little pocket recorder. And uh, I, I might go back to using it. Um, even though the video stuff's all real fun and easy to do, I'm not always in good lighting. Um, you know, even like with this right now, getting back to my desk to record this and then to turn on the lights around me was an ordeal. Um, there's just a lot of things I'd rather be focusing on than having to worry about people seeing my house and my surfaces. Um, I'd like to be able to work on projects and get stuff cleaned up and, um, of course, the biggest reason I haven't done these videos in a while is I used to have a studio. That studio space is now gone. Uh, that's now someone's bedroom. So uh, we've had a lot of family coming in and out of the house. We've got my my wife's great aunt uh, stayed with us for about eight, ten days there, a little longer. Um, and so I've just not really had quiet moments. This is the first day where everybody's out of the house but me. Um, and I'm stuck at home because my foot. So, uh, I thought, well, I'll get back to making one of these videos and then try to make it a weekly habit. Um, let's see what's, to do. I'll maybe start that at the new year, maybe 2024. I'll do once a week. Um, I won't worry about doing that right now. I need to kind of focus on getting healthy and, uh, you know, uh, taking care of some things around the house while I'm stuck in, in this position. Um, but uh, I've got a lot of stuff I'd like to update everybody on. Um, I've been kind of shifting my career a little bit uh, just because of the AI. Um, 
And so uh, I'd like to introduce you to all that kind of stuff and see what I've been up to. But, uh, but for now, I'm just going to call that good. And then uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.